Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Talking Burritos. This is Jonathan, and today I would like to talk about the Xbox Monopoly. Um, however, I'd first like to say a few things about the podcast. Firstly, we are still working on producing podcasts. It's just been a little difficult with how our schedules work around. And we have new people in the mix as well. So uh, that further complicates things. So in the meantime, while we're getting that ready, we've decided that we're going to be producing smaller segments uh, on our own, each of us, about whatever topic it is that we'd like to talk about. Uh, so uh, expect to see those anytime soon. Subscribe and uh, listen in on them. So with that out of the way, uh, let's get started on talking about the Xbox Monopoly. So firstly, if you are an indie developer uh, like myself, you might be you might run into the question, could I get sued over this or that or some theme? Oftentimes with indie developers, you're trying to make a game that uh, resonates with your childhood or something that you like personally. Um, but it might be t it might be too similar to another game. And so you go on online and you ask about uh, could you get sued for this or that? And really, the answer is yes, you always can, uh, but it depends. So with even if you were to follow everything to the letter of the law, if you were to do everything right, it is still possible for me to go and sue you for uh, this or that. Um, I could claim that you're characters are too similar to mine or you might have used code that is too similar to mine and word for word etc no matter what uh, that is always a possibility but what you should what you should be thinking about is can i win this lawsuit uh the you should always so before you before you start thinking about all these different things all these different scenarios you should really go and talk with a lawyer who can handle these types of scenarios um, the, because you could be sued for pretty much anything. Uh, there's no stopping that. Um, what matters is that you win. Um, having said that it is best if you were to try and make your game as different as possible. Um, a lot of indie developers, especially, uh, new guys who are just starting out, um, they take code from online, wherever they might find it, GitHub or follow YouTube videos and things like that. Uh, that's not a bad thing, uh, but you should try to make sure that your code is unique enough, meaning it doesn't use the same keywords as everyone else, uh, so that that way, if it ever does come up in a lawsuit um, where they where the person where the other company just happened to use the same tutorial uh, to to produce the code that was used to make the game um, as you did. Um, then in that way, they can't use that against you. So change your keywords, you switch up the code a little bit so that it looks different. Really, the only way that they can get you on copyright claims for that is if you copied it word for word. So uh, a few changes, a few minor changes here and there should be good, but definitely make sure that the keywords are different enough and that you don't just copy and paste code. Try to understand it anyway. As an indie developer, you want to understand what it is that you're coding in the first place. And that takes time. So building prototypes and building games little by little uh, with trial and error 
is going to make you a better programmer, a better game designer, etc. So having said that, the uh, Microsoft could always possibly be sued for uh, being a monopoly, but it doesn't really fit. I mean, most tech companies, most most big companies uh, nowadays are kind of towing the line <clears throat> Amazon and the Microsoft kind of technically does fall under that category, but not all monopolies are bad. Um, there are government sanctioned monopolies. There are ones that like, for example, the lottery is technically a monopoly uh, be, and run by the government. The The government uh, is making a bunch of tax money off of it. Um, so they don't want to let public lotteries exist because that would be because they know that if it was to become part of the public sector instead of the private sector, then the uh, the they know that we could do it better, that we would make better lotteries. And that wouldn't be good for them because they make a, some of these states make a lot of money off of these things. Um, but I'm I'm getting off topic here. Um, so Microsoft has their hand in a lot of different things, uh, computers, software, etc., Xbox itself. And with them buying up these companies, um, which are all, most of these companies have been companies that they worked with before that, uh, have similar, um, similar goals in mind in, in, uh, in, the sense of their games and how, what they're trying to do with it. And so the, it's not a surprise. These things didn't come out of nowhere. Microsoft has been looking into these things for a long time already. Um, rare is an example. It was a company that was interesting and fun and created a bunch of different games that were well known and they bought them. Um, and not not exactly a bad thing. Um, uh, some would argue that their games are not the same, but it's a new era. So, yeah, you can't ride on the tailcoats of the old uh, forever. You got to make something different. Um, that that being said, uh, Microsoft buying these game companies is a good thing because currently in our gaming industry, we have the problem where and you've probably heard this. Video games should probably have their prices increased from the general $60 price tag to maybe $120, I think, was the uh, estimate for covering their costs and things like that. And that's technically true, but I know I'm I personally am not going to be paying $120 for a game, even if it even if it's a long game, it's I'm not going to spend that much money all at once uh, on a game. That's an expensive habit. It already is. <laughs> um, but uh, so these gaming companies have had to find other ways to support themselves. And the reason that we get companies like EA and, well, others that um, are churning out the same the same types of games over and over, uh, Activision and, uh, well, Maybe it's not Activision. I'm not sure which one of which one of the companies that's working on the Call of Duty uh, franchise uh, is really the the bad one <laughs> anymore. Anyway, um, I liked Treyarch. Uh, I liked what they were doing. Um, I don't know what they're doing up to now. I'll probably look it up later. But um, 
these these companies are churning out the same types of video games all the time because they know that it's a formula that works that we're going to buy into. And with some tweaks here and there, uh, we can make it feel somewhat new. It's just enough to have it's there was just enough changes to make it feel like it's a new game, but not so different that they don't that they that they start taking risks on their end. And uh, unfortunately, that has resulted in uh, us having to buy the same type of game over and over with a new skin. So really, it's the money that is causing all of this. And uh, this is not uh, it's the result of our industry changing and uh, inflation and the cost of cost of games uh, going up considerably since our previous generation consoles. So uh, that's that's kind of the situation. Uh, and unfortunately, game companies have to decide, do they want to turn out something new that could possibly be good, but probably won't be amazing? Or do they want to place their bets on something that is more sure? So that is the sad reality of our industry right now. Um, but thanks to Microsoft buying these companies out, um, we are getting games. We are more guaranteed that we're going to get better games. By having Microsoft take the money that uh, we are paying through Game Pass, for example, um, millions of dollars each month and buying a company, you are ensuring that the company can pay its employees in the meantime while they're turning out games. So Microsoft is basically funding all these games for for our enjoyment and they're going to get added onto the Game Pass and which is great. Um, in my opinion, this is uh, a great thing for the industry. Finally, we have some security for game developers if they can get themselves under the banner of Microsoft or such companies. Uh, the reason that it's a big deal, though, for Sony is because Sony doesn't have that kind of infrastructure. Microsoft has been building up their servers. They've been building up the way they've handled the gaming systems and everything. Like, for example, our cloud gaming, our our saves on the Xbox. Every time you play a game, it saves your spot on the cloud. And then if you play it on a different console or you go somewhere else and you play it, then you can load up that save file from wherever you are. And they've also uh, have been trying to implement crossplay, and these are good things for the industry. Uh, probably the only thing I would say that they need to fix is that we need more split screen games. <laughs> but um, well, that's another topic. But them being able to fund all these companies and adding games to the Game Pass is a great thing for us, for the industry, and it's going to make the future of the industry much brighter. But Sony doesn't have that infrastructure. They've been trying. They've been doing as uh, Nintendo has done, which uh, has been successful. Uh, but Sony's games are um, kind of like kind of like one hit wonders, I guess. Uh, that's not the right phrase, but um, the the games that they that they churn out are generally. I say that a lot. Churn. <laughs> The games that they've been producing are uh, good games like God of War and Horizon Zero Dawn, games like that. Um, but they 
you play them, you finish the story, you complete everything there is to do, and then what's next? Or you buy the game, and then the next console comes out, and you can't play the game that you already bought on this new console. Uh, it's an, it's kind of outdated. Um, it's kind of an outdated system. Nintendo does it, but they do it a little better because they're, they're also technically a uh, toy company. So uh, their consoles are uh, more the, uh, the novelty while as the PlayStation is more like uh, it's more like the higher end, the higher end console with all the gizmos and stuff, but um, they still haven't worked very hard on their, on their server systems. They're, the the play store for example um it's had it's been known to have a lot of bug crashes um people losing their their games that they bought um and ha- them having to reset their their servers and things like that and there's just there's so much that goes wrong in that side and if it wasn't for the and that's the main thing that i blame for their uh their the problems that they've been having is that they've been uh, creating these new consoles, but they haven't really been updating their their servers, their their software, and it's only been hurting uh, the players who play on PlayStation consoles. Uh, meanwhile, Xbox, whenever there's a problem, they're on it. They're they're quick to to fix it, and the reason for that is that uh, from since Gold was introduced, since the Xbox Live Gold was introduced we've been paying money uh, for this service and we've been expecting for things to work out. And we, we complained, uh, you, I, <laughs> it, we hear a lot that Xbox players tend to be whiners and things like that. And, um, to a point, I want to say that is technically true, but not in the way they're thinking. Um, when there's a problem, we let Microsoft know and we, hound them or we stop playing we complain about it and microsoft realized that they're they really need to provide a good service for this so uh, we're getting all this money for them we better make sure this works so from the get-go they've been fixing it up they've been making it better they built upon it to where it's now game pass cross play all this other stuff and it's great and uh, it really is the future of this industry. Microsoft is the future of this industry. Um, it's not about the consoles, really. It's more about the software behind it that is going to affect what what happens from here on. And because without the games, without the games that are being produced, um, we're not going to have an industry. And if the games that keep coming out are the same old and they don't really expand on old ideas or create new ideas then eventually everyone's going to get bored and we're just going to be using our consoles for uh youtube (laughs) it's just going to be a glorified um what do you call it the (sighs) i forget what they're called the little nest hubs and stuff like that and that's not good for our industry um now Microsoft could get sued for being a monopoly, but it doesn't really count because the uh, I just realized how how much I've talked about everything but the monopoly part. <laughs> um, the a- Xbox um, it can't really be called a monopoly because the product that they are buying 
out is not tangible. It is, uh, these are ideas and creative creativity. And before we could actually attack, before you could actually attack Microsoft for being a monopoly, you'd have to attack uh, a bunch of other places. Disney is, for example, one of those, and they would, they'd fight back on that. They would defend their, they would defend their copyright laws to the, to the death. Uh, Cause that's how they make their money. And if that falls through, then there is no way that the Microsoft monopoly um, ac- accusation would work out. Um, but that's not why uh, the, the, the services that Xbox is buying out are um, ideas and creativity and you can't you, you can talk to a you can talk to a a game developer and tell them that okay you work for me um but that doesn't mean that they're going to stop having ideas or creating characters on on Twitter or whatever it might be whatever social media they use there's um it's not something that they could clamp down on. on when people think of monopolies they think of the rockefeller oil industry the trains and things like that and the reason that worked was because uh Rockefeller could, uh, he had the, he had the train business, um, and he also had oil. And if anybody tried to, to build up a, these are two lucrative businesses. So when somebody tried to set up their own business, uh, seeing how lucrative it was, uh, Rockefeller would, um, ask, ask to, uh, if they could buy the company out, um, and when they when they refused, they would lower the, the Rockefeller would lower the prices down to really ridiculously low prices because they have money coming in from other sources. And uh, when the when the new smaller company would try to open up, they would go bankrupt and would end up selling for much less than they would have gotten if they had sold it to Rockefeller. And that's the kind of monopoly that law tries to crack down on uh, within within reason, I guess. <laughs> um, there are some technical uh, monopolies that are um, endorsed by the government lotteries, as an example, uh, the states are the states get a lot of money from a lot of revenue and taxes from uh, the amount of money that is brought in from, uh, lotteries, uh, when, after you, uh, after you make a million dollars, uh, with a lottery, your taxable income is taxed at, uh, 50%, which is insane. And so if you, if you won $120 million at the lottery, you'd be only getting 60 million, um, not including any other, uh, deficits, deficits you might have. So um, there are legal monopolies and but unfortunately uh, in for, uh, you know, unfortunately for these people who are accusing uh, Microsoft of being a monopoly, this is not one of them. The uh, they're they're funding these game companies. They're not technically buying them out. They're ensuring that they prosper. They're ensuring that these employees are going to get a paycheck uh, regardless of what they do. And. Uh, they're going to have the freedom once again to pl- to create new games and new game mechanics the way we used to get 
when the gaming industry was still new. We were always trying new things out. One of the games I like to talk about a lot is Time Shift, a first person shooter game where you can rewind time, you can pause time, you can fast it forward, etc. And you were able to, um, if you saw an enemy and they were firing at you, you could pause time. You'd see the bullets stop in front of you and they'd be stopped, too. You can run around them, shooting at them, and the bullets would stop around them. And suddenly, after a moment of emptying your clip, you have bullets all pointing at this enemy. And then you unpause time and all the bullets just rain down on them like a like a shotgun. And that was a lot of fun. That was really cool. And I miss the days when game companies used to do that. Um, you see it more in the indie de- in the indie developer uh, section of the industry, but unfortunately, because there's so many indie developers, there's so many games coming out thousands every month, and we get buried because uh, we don't have a uh, <laughs> we don't really have reliable marketing compared to these AAA companies. Um, so. Well, I forget where I was going with that, but what Microsoft is doing is not a monopoly and is not upholdable in court um, as an as a um, a good accusation against them. And uh, really, um, Sony needs to step up their game. Now, um, since I started writing this uh, this podcast, uh, uh, some things have changed over and over and I've rewritten this a little bit more. Um, recently Sony started coming out with a, uh, with, uh, their own version of the game pass, which they should have done a long time ago. Um, Nintendo has something like that. They've already implemented. And so now they're putting all their old games onto, uh, their, the switch console, um, the Nintendo service and which is great for Nintendo. In the case of Nintendo, they have a lot of games just like Xbox where, um, there was a lot of favorites uh, in the past. And so they can put these out there on the, uh, on the console and people will get that nostalgia feeling and they'll pay money for that. Uh, With PlayStation, it's kind of harder to do because they're the games that they had were uh, kingdom hearts. They were Madden. They were um, God of war, which now that that, that is owned by Microsoft now. So uh, it's, technically an exclusive i don't know if they're actually going to be um making that fully ex- uh exclusive i need to do some more research on that but uh if uh if sony is willing to do some cross play uh then um i'm sure that that will open up um they'll they'll start allowing uh, as a as a succession um to sony microsoft will allow uh, the games from Bethesda and other groups to um, be played on their on their consoles for for a fee, probably, obviously, um, which Sony's kind of greedy. Um, I don't. I got to remain unbiased, but um, the reason I went that I started with Microsoft a, a long time ago was because uh, you couldn't you couldn't buy the games that you wanted on uh the next gen console for one for two xbox has this multiplayer setup that is uh really well built and uh it's their big thing and eventually that led to uh cross play so 
um, it was obvious from the get go that they were going to be doing things that would uh, revitalize the industry and it would be interesting. And I love what Microsoft has done. Um, so they have my support 100%. Sony needs to step up to the plate. Uh, they can't just sit back and rely on um, single hit console sales and and uh, game sales for um, Verizon, uh, Verizon, Horizon Zero Dawn. So um, they need to step up on that. Um, but that's my that's my two cents. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, send us some comments, email, hate mail, whatever you want to do and subscribe and look forward to our other ones, our other uh, podcasts coming out. Uh, we'll be talking about some subjects like uh, Harry Potter and other other worlds and fantasies and stuff like that. It turns out there's a lot of stuff on Harry Potter that you could talk about. <laughs> so that might be a few segments. But um, and uh, we'll have new voices on the podcast as well. So look forward to hearing them and their inputs. Um, it should be refreshing to have uh, a few extra people uh, around here uh, to listen to. And well, everybody stay healthy and catchphrase. <laughs>